It's time for Mile High Magazine. Happy Sunday, everybody. I am Murphy Houston, and joining us first thing this morning is Richard Cook, the Director of Development for the Davis Finney Foundation. Richard, welcome to Mile High Magazine. Hey, Murphy. It's great to be with you. Well, it, it's I've been in Denver a long time, and I've never heard of the Davis Finney Foundation, so maybe we should start off for a lot of other new people in Denver. Who is Davis Finney? So uh, Davis Finney is, uh, if you're a cyclist of a certain age, you're probably going to remember him as uh, 1984 Olympic champion. And uh, he has the most victories of any American cyclist, uh, 328. They called him the cash register because he was just always producing for his team. When you you cross the finish line first, that has a payout. And... uh, Davis was uh, a producer for Team 7-Eleven. Uh, he was also the first man uh, to win, American man, to win a stage in the Tour de France. Wow. Now I know all about him. That sounds fantastic. What a guy. So how do we tie him in with Parkinson's disease, which is what the Davis Finney Foundation is all about? Absolutely. So Davis, uh, after his long and storied career, Uh, He was about 40, getting ready to retire. Uh, He started to have a little tremor. He had a a successful post-career as a broadcaster for Outdoor Life Network, NBC Sports, but started to notice a tremor, a little fogginess, uh, mental fogginess, and uh, a couple years later was diagnosed with young-onset Parkinson's disease uh, in his young 40s. That's unbelievable. That's quite a change at a young age. That's not typical of that disease, is it? Well, unfortunately, Murphy, it's becoming more and more typical. Uh, The diagnostics are better, and they're starting to detect Parkinson's disease earlier. Wow. Well, let's talk about the Davis Finney Foundation. How did it get started? How's it going? Well, it got started with Davis's vision. Um, After he was diagnosed, the prescription at the time was to rest. And for an Olympic athlete, that doesn't sit very well. Right. So he started to uh, really dive into what are the things that he could do and others like him to live well with Parkinson's. Uh, it's a marathon disease. You live an average of 20 years or longer. And there's moves that you can make. But uh, rest is not one of them. Uh, one of the first research studies uh, funded by the foundation was into exercise in Parkinson's. And they discovered in 2008 that high aerobic exercise is one of the best things you can do. And play it forward, we now know that exercise is the highest recommendation for your brain, for your body, and for neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's. Right. And there's no cure for that, is there? There is no cure. And uh, we're, the, the industry is working hard on the cure. Uh, But the focus of the Davis Finney Foundation and Davis's vision was really about quality of life. Uh Um, He, you know, he realizes that that medical research for the cure is vitally important, but people need support and education to live well today. And so that became the mantra of the Davis Finney Foundation, helping people live well today. So does that make the Davis Finney Foundation a little more unique, kind of set it apart from other type foundations with uh, Parkinson's? It is, you know, and and across all diseases, we see a lot of need for the medical research for the cure. Um, But really what makes the Davis Finney Foundation unique is that quality of life focus, helping people each and every day with a very complex disease. 
Uh, it manifests differently in each person, uh, some people more profoundly, uh, some people less so. Um, it can affect the voice. Uh, and there's a whole uh, cadre of non-motor symptoms that are essentially invisible. It's wow. like the Parkinson's you see is really the tip of the iceberg. And below the waterline are all these other things going on within the body that affect people and their families quite profoundly. Wow, making life a little more difficult than people realize, isn't it? Absolutely. It, it, it makes it incredibly difficult, and not just on the person who's suffering from the disease, but on the care partner and their families as well, uh, because they're the ones that are burdened as the disease progresses, and it is a progressive disease. Um, you know, even if you make all the right moves and have all the right medicines, it's still progressive, and uh, that, that demand for support burdens the, the care partner uh, and the family over time. Well, with so, your unique approach like this, uh, uh, Richard, let's talk about maybe some of the unique, you must have some unique key programs there at the Davis Finney Foundation that we should know about. Yeah, our programs are unique, and they centralize around our educational offerings. Um, really, uh, we publish uh, a voracious amount of content on the different aspects of the disease and all dimensions of, of how you can navigate it and how you can live well. And we take a two-prong approach, Murphy. One aspect is for people with Parkinson's themselves, what can they do? And then the second aspect is for care partners so that they don't get worn down and burned out, that they can stay well and not, not, not dip into, into problems with their health. Well, you know, go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead, Richard. I thought you were finished here. Go ahead. So community programs are another, uh, big part of our work. We're out there. We have ambassadors in 37 states and Canada. And uh, these ambassadors serve as points of contact and someone that that a person suffering from Parkinson's can call and talk to, uh, someone with the lived experience. Uh, And most of our ambassadors uh, have Parkinson's themselves and are living well or are a care partner and Parkinson's team. Uh, and so they're able to respond to questions, lead support groups, uh, attend events, uh, and you know really be active in their states and communities. Do you work a lot with research as well, I would imagine? We do have research as part of our program. And again, uh, our unique is that we're focused on quality of life. So we're looking into things like diet and exercise, mindfulness, uh, movement, um, strength and mobility training. Um, we're doing a research study right now with uh, Mark Magano, a, a doctor of physical therapy at Anschutz, on strength training to help improve people's mobility as Parkinson's advances. Because mobility, as you know, you're right. uh, in a neurodegenerative disease, uh, you start to lose, uh, lose balance uh, and can fall, stumble, break a hip. And that can be um, incredibly difficult to recover from when you have a disease like Parkinson's. So mobility is, is absolutely vital. So we're studying that currently. Well, you know, I, I'm going to back up a little bit here, Rich. You talked about caregivers. I do a lot of medical-type-based interviews, and the caregiver plays such a big part. But yet, a lot of times, the caregiver needs help, too, as you just mentioned, and it sounds really good that you guys are helping the caregivers as well. Absolutely. We're, 
we're really focused on caregivers. We've done research into what their needs are, um, what difficulties, what struggles they have. And just a year ago, we developed a completely new book. We're, we're very well known for our book called the Every Victory Counts Manual for Living Well with Parkinson's. And the Every Victory Counts was Davis, again, another mantra of an Olympic athlete. Um, but it, for him, it was the small victories each and every day, uh, just, you know, going through and, you know, being able to open the shampoo bottle. You know, that's a victory. Wow. Yeah. But the Every Victory Counts Manual uh, we developed a care partner specific manual and these are available free of charge. You can go to dpf.org and just plug in your contact information and we will send you the care partner manual and the main every victory counts manual for living well with Parkinson's. Would you please uh, give that website again? Is that your main website? That is our main website. It's dpf.org. And what other information can we find there besides these wonderful books you're talking about? Well, people can get involved with us. You don't need to have Parkinson's. I always like to say that everybody knows somebody. um, And if you do, help them uh, access our resources. Tell them about the Davis Finney Foundation. Um, And uh, we welcome volunteers to get involved. Uh, Tremendous way to give back to the community. And, uh, you know, our, our why is really there's over a million people in the United States living with Parkinson's. There's wow. no cure. You live 20 years or more, and it's growing. Unfortunately, they, um, they are diagnosing earlier, and the numbers of people is expected to double in the next 15 years. So you can give back. You can get involved. You can volunteer. We have a large group of events, uh, cycling events, running events. We're involved in the Colfax Marathon in the spring. We're involved in Ride the Rockies and the Copper Triangle. So we really welcome people to participate in our programs and join us. And then get involved, which is monies that helps what's going on with you guys at the Davis Finney Foundation. Money's always good, right, right, Rich? Well, as they say, Murphy, no <laughs> money, no mission, right? Yeah, oh, that's good. And yeah. there's no shortage of good causes, but... Uh, but this is a great one and a very important one because, as I say, more and more people are affected and quality of life is key. Um, yes. We do have one event that I would just shout out, uh, a summer carnival event on July 14th oh. here in Boulder County where we've been invited to a very exclusive car museum that is not open to the public. Over 350 classic cars including the original Batmobile from the television series in the 60s. Stop it. You're killing me with that. That's great. If if cars are your thing and you like to crack a beverage in the afternoon, (laughs) join us on July 14th for the Summer Carnival. It's an event not to be missed. Details on your website? Yes, absolutely. You can go to the dpf.org website, and you'll see all our events uh, just clicking on the Get Involved tab and, uh, surfing around uh, to see right. what upcoming events we have. So, Rich, I want to back up a little bit here. You're talking about all the things that need to be addressed if you, unfortunately, have Parkinson's. So what are the problems you're trying to address there at the uh, Davis Finney Foundation? Well, it's really about quality of life. Again, that's our focus. And a disease like Parkinson's is neurodegenerative. Um, it, you see decline over time. And as you decline, if you don't 
take proactive steps, that decline will progress more rapidly. So our education, our community programs are designed to address the challenges of the disease, help people with their literacy around the things they can do, and then make sure that in between visits to their doctors that they're making the right moves and staying active and not just not just speeding in their decline. Well, that's a good thing. Activity. You know, there's so many diseases beyond Parkinson's as well that activity is so important to keep you going. Do you agree with that? It is. And uh, activity and also avoiding social isolation. Um, if as your as your ability uh, to get out there in the community uh, declines, often people become more sedentary. They don't they don't interact socially, right. and then that just speeds the decline. So having having social connections, support groups, um, going to exercise classes. Um, we just adopted the program Pedaling for Parkinson's, which works with over 150 YMCA's and community centers around the country to get people spinning on indoor stationary bikes, uh, which has been shown to be very productive and valuable for people with Parkinson's. So things like that are programs that we're trying to replicate and make available kind of across the communities um, and ensure that, you know, people in underserved communities also have access to the same resources. Well, that's so important to hear about that as well. These underserved communities feel left out, but you guys are there for them. Absolutely. You know, the the research shows that care uh, is not as robust in minority communities, in black and brown communities. And so reaching into those communities, we're involved in in many communities across the country, working with African-American leaders, working with Hispanic leaders, translating when we can our resources into Spanish and making all the resources that we've talked about today, Murphy, available yes. to lesser served communities. Well, Richard Cook, Director of Development, Davis Finney Foundation. It's dpf.org. Find out more about the big carnival event. I may have to sneak into that myself, Rich. That sounds like a good time. Holy cow. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a car nut or even if oh, you're yeah. not, uh, it's going to be a good time and a very special occasion. Thank you so much for coming on Mile High Magazine today, Rich. We appreciate it very much. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Yep. You guys too. Now hang on. It's Mile High Magazine. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more.